Happy New Year and welcome to the 2024 edition of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I just want to take a few moments to celebrate 2023 and give God glory and praise for what he's done with this podcast. Since launching in May, this podcast has had over 24,000 downloads and has listeners in 62 different countries. Wow. Praise Jesus. It's currently ranked as a top 1.5% podcast globally, and it continues to grow. I, I am seriously so grateful and excited for what God is doing through this podcast, and my big prayer is that it continues to be a blessing to you because that's the whole point of this. And I'm really excited to see what God will do in 2024. In fact, I would love to hear from you on what topics you've enjoyed the most from 2023 and what you'd like to hear more of for 2024. You can always email me at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. All right. So for today's episode, I figured, hey, it's January 1st. Cliche or not, people are wanting to focus on getting healthy and losing weight after the holidays. So let's talk about how to do that healthily with macros. If you're someone who has seen and heard about macros, but have felt intimidated and confused on how to figure them out for yourself, this episode is going to clear that up for you. Or if you're someone who has struggled with counting calories and macros, not because you didn't know how to do it, but because it messed with your head, you're not alone because in this episode, I speak to my own experience with that challenge and how I have found a healthy way to approach counting macros that gets results without the unhealthy mental dynamics. So let's not delay any further and go ahead and jump on into today's episode. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. As a reminder, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions. Even though I'm talking about macros today, I want to give you a gift that I believe can serve as a great kickoff to the new year. 
my team and I wanted to create a tangible resource that was effective in setting the tone both physically and spiritually for a Jesus-centered healthy lifestyle. We wanted to create an experience that would leave participants feeling healthier, proud of themselves, and ultimately closer to Jesus. So today, I give to you the five-day sugar fast devotional. In this 40-page PDF, you will learn the benefits of fasting from both a physical standpoint and a spiritual standpoint. Additionally, you will be given different sugar fast options based on your specific context. And at the end of the day, I would encourage you just to pray about that and see what the Lord leads you to do. You'll also receive tips on how to succeed, how to continue your momentum spiritually and physically after the fast. And then of course, I've included breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack recipes for what you can eat when you are fasting sugar. Then there are five days with five devotionals from myself and my team that you will go through during your fast. You can have access to this totally free by going to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash sugar fast. I'd love for you to benefit from this resource. I'm going to start this off by saying that I'm actually not a huge fan of counting macros. (laughs) Maybe that's the wrong thing to say to kick this off, but I just want to be honest with you. In fact, I ran my program for a few years without having my clients track any macros. Having had my own experiences of tracking calories and macros, I didn't want my clients to have to bother with the same mental dynamics that came with that. And I remember <laughs> I remember barely eating anything all day just so that I could try and fit the right portion in the evening on my little app that I was counting everything on. And then if I went over on how much I was supposed to eat, I would... I would log it for the next day so I wouldn't have to see the counting go into like the red zone or that I went over on my app for the current day. It was it was just weird, unhealthy mental stuff. All that to say, despite my clients increasing their energy, improving blood work, and losing weight, I started to notice a trend. Despite showing them how to portion their plate and discussing portions with them, it was it started to become difficult for clients to get a real look at how different foods and portions affect their weight loss or gain, which then led to slower results and more frequent plateaus. So in order to educate my clients effectively without making them have to track macros for forever, I created an, a, an on-ramp and an off-ramp process for macros. They first learned how to be aware of their food and hunger cues. Then they were given macro goals little by little, starting with just 100 grams of protein and then moving up into a full macro plan based on their size, activity, and goals. After weeks of tracking macros, I noticed that clients were more consistently losing weight, but that they were also getting a much clearer picture of how they needed to eat to hit the portions that best served their body. So when they got enough practice while tracking macros to know how much they needed to eat to lose weight and to hit their goals, then we would start to shift them into a educated, intuitive eating approach where they could take their macro tracking experience into a more natural, sustainable way of eating. And I teach all of this in my Healthy Weight Loss Academy, which by the way, today is the first day of our January cohort. 
But if you want to sign up for the next cohort in January, you can do that at visiondrivenhealth.com slash course. But if you're like, well, wait a second, I don't want to have to wait till mid-February, then you can also sign up for my one-on-one coaching program where we lead you through the process and calculate your macros for you. And that program has continuous enrollment for those who are accepted. And you can apply for that at visiondrivenhealth.com slash apply. But all that to say, today, I am giving you a sneak peek at what I teach in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy because I'm going to explain a bit more about macros, the benefit of counting them, and then I'm going to show you how you can use them to start losing weight healthily. So let's first talk about protein. I won't go into major detail because I just did an episode all about protein two weeks ago that you're going to want to check out. I believe it was episode 40. So protein has four calories per gram, and it is the most satiating macro. I like to start with protein and then figure out carbs and fat after. Protein includes items like meat, eggs, dairy, and then of course there are plant sources as well. And most foods have some portion of protein. Not all, some are just fat, some are just carbs. But if you are trying to lose weight or if you have blood sugar issues or and or if you are frequently stressed out, it's actually been shown to be beneficial to consume a higher protein diet, which means that you want to consume between 20 to 35% of your calories in protein. And generally, you want to consume about one gram of protein per pound of lean muscle mass. So if you weigh 150 pounds, but you have 120 pounds of lean muscle, then you'd consume at least 120 grams of protein. But if you're active and you're trying to build muscle, maybe you'd go for closer to 130. Or if you have higher protein needs, like I just described, maybe you're also trying to lose weight, you're trying to balance your blood sugar, then you might want to go for 150 or a little bit higher than that. And carbs are the next macro I like to calculate. Or I guess before I skip onto that. So just to review, make sure you're clear. When you're calculating your protein macro, You are just going to figure out what your lean muscle mass is. That is going to be your baseline for protein. If you have those needs where maybe you're experiencing more stress, you are trying to lose weight and or you're trying to balance your blood sugar, you're probably going to go for tack on 20 to 40 more uh, grams of protein. You can also, which I'll get into here in a little bit on, on this episode, you can also take your caloric needs and then percentage out your macros. So you just say like, okay, well, I'm just going to do 30% protein. And you can also figure it out that way. So there's a variety of different ways you can do it there. And as you go through the process I'm showing you in this episode, you're, you'll come out with, you know, macros for yourself, but you're also going to need to test them out and see if they bring you results or not. And so depending on what your results are after you implement them diligently for a week or two, then you can say, okay, you know what, I'm going to increase the protein or, you know what, I'm going to decrease the fat or I'm going to increase the carbs or whatever that looks like. So moving into carbs, carbs for a lot of people are considered bad. Maybe you've tried keto. And so then that got ingrained into your mind that anything with carbs is to be avoided. But carbs honestly are not the biggest issue. It matters what kind and what they're paired with. So you can significantly impact your blood sugar. And as a result, a lot of other aspects of your body, 
simply by what kind of carbs you eat, whether complex or simple, or if you have, or how you, what you pair your carbs with, like I said. So if you have your carbs with protein and fat and fiber, then it's going to change the way that it spikes your blood sugar, which then has a cascading effect on your body and different systems in your body. It also matters even to like what order of food you eat. So I'll just tell you right now, generally you want to start with vegetables or whatever has the most fiber. Then you move into the protein. Then you move into the fat and then you finish with the carbs because then the fiber, protein, and fat serves as a buffer to keep the carbs that you eat last from spiking your blood sugar as much as they would, as much as it would as if you started with the carbs. In fact, it has been shown that if you start your meal with carbs, which, you know, you go to a restaurant, they put out the tortilla chips or they put out the dinner rolls. It's shown that when you start your meal with with highly refined carbs like that, you increase how much you will eat at that meal by 30% because of the way that it affects your body, your your cravings. And, I'll, and I guess to give a little bit of an explanation on that, if you think about it this way, your body needs nourishment, right? And it needs certain nutrients to perform well. High refined carbohydrates usually are not going to give your, not going to satisfy your body. So your body's like, okay, cool, thanks, but that didn't do it. And so then it'll actually increase your appetite so that you consume more food because it re- it recognized that what you had started to consume wasn't going to provide enough nourishment. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, with that said, if you don't feel confident in making blood sugar balancing carb choices, which you actually can learn quite a bit about in episode nine with uh, my friend Lindsay. I'm, I refer to her episode a lot. It's a fantastic episode. She does a great job explaining blood sugar and carbs and whatnot. But generally, if you want to lose weight, you keep your carbs around 75 grams. If you want to maintain your weight, then you're going to want to shoot for 100 grams. And if you want to do your best to stay just in a generally healthy state, you don't want to exceed 150 grams. Oftentimes, it's over 150 grams outside of being some sort of elite athlete that you can uh, increase your inflammation and increase how much weight you're gaining. And of course, there are many variables to this, you know, whether you're a physically active person or if you're someone who has a decent amount of muscle mass or if you're someone who's trying to increase their muscle mass, you would then have the capacity for more carbs. Okay, so to recap so far, we know that protein, you want to do one gram per pound of lean muscle mass or a pound of desired lean muscle mass, taking into consideration maybe higher protein needs. Carbs, it's 75 grams to lose, 100 grams to maintain, and less than 150 grams to prevent weight gain and inflammation. For fat, I like to use fat as the filler macro. One, usually once the protein and carbs are set, based on the amount of calories needed for your size, you'd fill the rest of the needed calories with fat. So let's get a little bit further into how to calculate macros. So for my math peeps, be excited. This is easy peasy, just some basic algebra. If you're not a math person, I believe in you. I probably shouldn't have said the word algebra. It'll be okay. (laughs) So one gram of protein is four calories. One gram of carbs is four calories. And one gram of fat is nine calories. So like I said, it's like algebra. You just need to, you just need enough of the variables to figure out the whole problem. 
right? So if you know your calories and your lean muscle mass and your weight loss goal, all you need to figure out is how much fat to consume. The trickiest thing is determining calories. So what I recommend to get a good idea of where you are for that is to track your food for two to three days in MyFitnessPal or a similar app that's free and figure out where you currently are at in your caloric intake. And this is what I have my clients do because, you know, you might think you're eating a certain amount, but then when you actually track it, you're like, oh, wow, you maybe you're eating a lot more than you thought you were. Maybe you're severely under eating, which is usually the case with my clients. They, it's crazy how little adults consume. Um, and so I have to usually reverse diet them, meaning that we slowly increase how much they're consuming to correct their metabolism from all of the dieting attempts that ha- have led them to eat so little, which, you know, still they, they get to the point where they're eating such tiny portions of food, but then they're so confused because they can't lose the weight or they're still gaining weight. So usually if you're consuming less than 1200 calories on average, then try and shoot for that. So, that's so you know, if you're consuming 900 calories a day or a thousand calories a day, let's get you starting to try and go for at least 1200. Most adult women should be consuming at least 14 to 1500 calories. But I say, let's start at 1200 because we're going to, the recommendation would be to slowly reverse diet, slowly increase how much you're consuming. So your height, your weight, your physical activity, whether you're pregnant or nursing, all of those are variables that you're going to want to factor in. But hopefully this helps kind of give you a clue as to where you can start. And if you do use MyFitnessPal, they kind of have you answer a bunch of questions and then they make a recommendation for how much you should consume calorie-wise. But I would recommend uh, that you don't (laughs) go by their recommendation because usually they have you consume way too little. And if what I'm saying sounds crazy, one of my clients, I just talked to her this last week, she was eating an average of 900 calories a day. She had some days when we were doing the initial review of how much she was eating, she had some days that were as low as 700 calories. Over the last five months, She's been eating closer to 1,400 calories a day, double what she was doing on those low days. And in the t- and in the last five months, she has lost 20 pounds. So just think about that. And, and for some of you, that might not sound, that might sound like a long time to lose 20 pounds. But if you think about it this way, what's healthier and more sustainable? Losing 20 pounds in a month because you cut your calories in half but then you have to either maintain eating barely anything or you have to figure out how to eat normally without gaining all the weight back, even though now your metabolism has slowed down dramatically. Or you could double your caloric intake, ensure that you're actually nourishing your body, and then you are you end up losing weight while leaving margin to cut calories if you needed to down the line. Uh, maybe you hit a plateau. All the while, improving your overall health and longevity through proper nourishment. Obviously, I painted that in a really biased way, (laughs) but you get the point. (laughs) So a big part of why that works though, as I alluded to, is because she was consuming the right macros to properly nourish her body and improve her metabolism. So let's go back to our algebra example. Protein and carbs are a one gram to four calorie ratio and fat grams are each nine calories. So for example, if it's been determined you need to be consuming 
1,500 calories for your health and, and goals, and you need to consume 140 grams of protein and 75 grams of carbs because you've determined 140 makes sense and 75 because you want to lose weight, here's how you calculate the fat. 140 grams of protein is 140 times 4, which equals 560, 560 calories, right? Because you want to take the grams times 4 to get the right amount of calories. One gram of protein equals four calories. 140 times four, 560. 75 grams of carbs. Carbs are also one gram of carb per four calories. So 75 times four, that equals 300. 560 plus 300 equals 860. So you're up to 860 calories to hit your protein and carb goals. That leaves 640 calories to hit 1500. How much calories you need to nourish your body. So you divide 640 by nine, because if you remember, there are nine grams of fat per one, one, uh, excuse me, there are nine calories per one gram of fat. So we're going to divide 640 by nine so we can figure out how many grams of fat you need. That ends up leaving 71.1 grams of fat. So for this example, now you know your macros. It's 140 grams of protein, 75 grams of carbs, 71 grams of fat. It takes some trial and error to figure out the right portions, but with consistency, you can get there pretty quickly. It's even, and it's even quicker when you have a spreadsheet that calculates it all for you, like my clients get in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy. <laughs> but here's the other thing that those who go through my program or my course get that I want to make sure I leave you with before we wrap up. It's super important that you think and pray through this process with the Lord. I do not want you to end up undermining your health progress because counting macros somehow triggers old dieting trauma or because you begin to be you because you begin to become obsessive with hitting your macros perfectly. Macros are a tool for a season on a long-term journey of healthy weight loss and sustainable healthy living. What macros ultimately provide is education and feedback that you can then take moving forward in an intuitive way. When you are grounded in your identity and you take hold of God's grace for your health, you can use macros in a healthy educational way to lose weight at a healthy pace and eventually transition into a healthy lifestyle pattern. I hope today's episode has been helpful. You may want to re-listen to it while you've got some pen and paper to calculate all the things. If it has, I'd love to hear from you and answer any questions that you might have. Feel free to email me at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcast and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Madewell Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week. Again, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. 
It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions.